5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. That's right. In color, all the bad notes are the real notes. No backing track here. No Milli Vanilli nonsense going on or what have you. Uh, it's the P-Man on a, uh, on a, what is it, Wednesday, Philip? Midweek? Yes, it is. All Wednesday. from here. Yeah, the ref, Philip Pilkington, producing the rest of the week. All right, you got tails on the coin, didn't you? You you went out, you went out like Josh Allen and called tails, didn't you, on the coin flip? No, I think I think I made out good. I mean, no, Ben's over me, there I doing the political did. show, and I'm getting to do this. It's <laughs> a good point. Touche. Touche. Uh, you see, I have in my hand here, Philip, the styrofoam cup full of coffee. Need a little afternoon pick-me-up. I don't know if this is wise having a big cup of coffee here. Yeah, you might be up for some, like, Pac-12 after dark tonight or something. (laughs) Well, I've been cold all day, too. Not like chills. I'm not sick. But just like, you know how you're cold? Can't get warm when it's cold outside? Well, you don't. You're a young guy. No, I've had those days. Yeah, when you get old, this is what you have to look forward to every time it gets below, like, 50. You know? When we moved back from Florida, um, and this would have been, we're coming up on the anniversary-ish of that, would have been nine years ago, we moved back, and uh, I got to uh, Raleigh, and oh, it was so cold, and it was like 60, you know, 58. For about a year, any time it got below 65, I was freezing. Yeah, I had a friend who was always could take the cold, and he got uh, he was in the Marines. And he was stationed out in Southern California for five years. Came back and mm-hmm. was a total wimp when it came to the cold. No, I was I was a wimp when it came to the cold because it's just so oh, it's so brutal. It's so chilly. It's so cold because I mean, like you know, last weekend it was snowing, and uh, you're on the Facebook.coms, aren't you, Philip? I am. And so you see the stuff where they say your memories are, you know, past posts or whatever. Yeah. And it, and it was uh, probably eight or nine years ago, something like that. We were maybe 10 years ago. You know, it was obviously snowing and all that and uh, last weekend. And, and But 10 years ago, we were like on the beach in on the Gulf Coast, like 80-degree day. And... Uh, I think it snowed here in North Carolina on that day 10 years ago. In fact, I know it did because I remember I listened to the end of Florida State beat Duke that day in Cameron, and they were talking about all the snow on the ground. And I listened to the end of the game on the radio down there from the Florida State, the great Gene Deckerhoff, voice of the Bucks and Florida State. 
All right, uh, enough of that mumbo-jumbo. We've got uh, a pretty exciting show for you here today. Uh, the big uh, the big thing is we're going to try to cover as much ground as we possibly can uh, with this uh, Pirate Baseball uh, media day. So we'll probably get into some of the other players and maybe the assistants today, get some of their, their comments. Because uh, we've heard a lot from Coach Godwin, and rightfully so, but we'll get into some of that today. Uh, we got a couple of pair of tickets to give away to um, the ECU Cincinnati game on Sunday inside of Williams Arena Minji's Coliseum. So stand by for that, and uh, that'll be what we'll uh, we'll look at going after uh, at the end of the first segment there. So stand by to dial for that. Brian Mull will be in. I really like what the PGA Tour is doing this week, and Phil, this is one reason I like uh, when you're around because I can talk some golf with you. Right? Correct. And I like what the PGA Tour is doing this week. In fact, I think they ought to consider doing more of it. Uh, they do not. They did not want to uh, have a conflict at the end of the... Uh, refresh me, Philip, because the other reason I'm having this coffee because I've got mind fog because I've been up for 11 or 12 hours. What, what is the... Um, actually, more than that. What is the, what is the event this week, the golf event? It's not the Wells Fargo. No, that's in Charlotte in May. I'm not sure where they are this week. I can look it up. They're out in California. Uh, hang on. He, hang on. Hang on. It's here in my notes. It's here on my Oh, the Farmer's screen. Insurance Open at Farmers Torrey Pines. Ins- yes, Torrey Pines Farmer's Insurance Open. It's all coming back to me now. Um, They're starting tonight because they don't want to run into the – they don't want to run into uh, Sunday going up against the AFC and NFC championship games. And I don't blame them, do you? No, I don't, because normally this ter- weekend is the weekend of the Pro Bowl, so they don't have to worry about that, but now they do. Right. And so um, they're going to they're gonna wind up uh, playing tonight or today, tomorrow, and then Friday we'll have primetime golf on CBS. And I like – I'm here for primetime golf. U.S. Open, when it's in prime, anytime they're playing on the West Coast and so you can get primetime golf, I'm down for it. And so uh, they'll wrap it up on Saturday. It's And, I, and if I'm not mistaken, i got to check on this. I think Nance is doing the telecast. He's going to swing in and do the football game. That's pretty baller of Jim Nance, don't you think? That is. I mean, it's saying here that you know, the broadcast is going to be on CBS this weekend, so uh, – Obviously, rightfully so, that they're not competing with their own event, the AFC title game. But, yeah, that's uh, big of them to do both. Yeah, we'll check on that. But, uh, no, that's uh, – so Friday night, primetime golf. I like it. I like it. Uh, I think that's a smart play. And Torrey Pines is just gorgeous and what an event this is. And it's got a heck of a field. So uh, we'll talk to our pal Brian Mull about that. We'll also get into some college hoops with him. Duke narrowly escapes Clemson last night. Uh, don't know if we saw anything from that other than that's just one of those nights where Clemson played really, really, really well on the road, especially defensively and made key buckets when they had to, but they could not overcome uh, Duke at home and, and Duke didn't play great, but they, you know, got pushed at home. That's going to, you're going to get two of the games each year where you play really, really rotten and two of the games each year where you play really, really well. And it just depends on the two where you play really, really rotten. Can you sneak one of those out? I mean, that's kind of the – some very smart basketball people have told me that. 
over the years. I mean, guys that have lived it and breathed it and know it. You're gonna have you're gonna have a couple games a year where you play that you could you you can do nothing right, and then whether you you don't put out the effort or just shots aren't falling and nothing's going right, or you're gonna have games where you can't miss and do no wrong, even if you're not even if you're not maybe your sharpest, you're just still hot. And so I, I think last night that was a little bit of the case for Duke, and they and they were able to, it just happened they were at home and they were able to steal it. Uh, the Tar Heels will play Stinky Boston College tonight. I'd say they're the favorite in that one. And then I'd say, uh, you know, they, they beat a pretty blah Virginia Tech team. This is all leading up to their taking on, uh, taking on state on Saturday. Uh, Pirate basketball practicing this afternoon. They're leaving uh, probably now or within the next hour to head to Memphis. Nine o'clock game tomorrow night. So 8 local time, 9 on the east, 8.30 airtime on the network tomorrow. That'll be what's going on uh, there. Uh, we'll have that game for you here on 94.3 The Game and also 107.9 WNCT. Um, big congratulations. I, I'd learned about this a few weeks ago, about a month, month and a half ago. And I, I frankly was a little stunned and I'll tell you why in a moment, but the High School Athletic Association announced their Hall of Fame class for 2021 and 2022. Obviously, I guess with 21, they couldn't have the, the event because of the COVID year. So uh, there's a guy, Bob Vroom, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, from down in Swansboro, if we're talking about people from the East or connections to the East. Great soccer coach down at uh, Swansboro, close to 500 wins. He was the class of 2021, uh, so he gets officially announced today. Uh, there was Ruby Sutton from Kinston, coached at Laney, and then uh, some other high schools down in southeastern North Carolina. Uh, big tennis coach down there, but originally from Kinston. Of course, Hal Stewart. Uh, Garner, Durham, Richmond, Triton, St. Paul's, outstanding football coach from, get this, 67 to 2002. And, and coach, I believe, is still kicking. 240 games against 78 losses, state championships in 87 and then in 27. Or eight, uh, 87, yeah, 78 and 87 is what I meant to say. I did not there. I told you, Philip, I've got a caffeine up here. Should have done it earlier. Uh, but then our own friend and, and a guy we've known, he's done a little work for us in the past here on 94.3 The Game and uh, is just a real gem of a person. Harold Robinson going into the High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame. Now, this is different than the uh, NC Sports Hall of Fame, which was announced last week with Tom Suter and Muggsy Bogues and Ronnie Barnes from ECU. And, you know, these are people directly out of with high school connections for the high school athletic association. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to kid you. I was surprised because I, I already thought Harold was in the hall of fame. I, I thought H Rob was in the hall of fame. Um, brilliant career, 73 to 2003 head football coach and athletic uh, director. Uh, long, long time of at Williamston, a couple state championships, as a baseball coach and assistant coach, teams at Williamston won 239 games, 
eight regional finals. Or I should say winning the regional finals, 95, 99, 01, and 02. Uh, won the state title in 95 and 99. Seven conference championships. But, I mean, a couple state titles, that many wins. And that is, you know, multiple-time coach of the year, statewide coach of the year, Shrine Bowl, led the Athletic Athletic Directors Association. And, and this doesn't even speak of his time that he was at ECU, I guess about a decade with the high school relations position, which he was really for what he did in that role was was really helpful at the time because it kind of dates back to that ill-fated Friday night Steve Logan coached ECU game when they played Cincinnati in the playoffs and on a Friday night. It was like the, the regional finals of the high school football playoffs. All the high school coaches got torqued off. I mean, Logan had nothing to do with it. It was some of Mike Hamrick and his dealings with, with ESPN. And, you know, that was just a bad deal. And a lot of high school coaches were really, really, really uh, irritated at ECU because of that. And so they brought Harold in to kind of be the director of high school relations. You see a lot of that in, in different programs, especially about 15 years ago. You saw a lot of it. And and Harold was the guy that came in and kind of smoothed over a lot of things because he had such respect across the state. And, uh, again, I, congratulations to Coach. We'll get him on at some point here and talk about it. Be good to catch up with him. But, you know, I, I'm just stunned that he was not in – and when I learned this about, like I said, a month, six weeks ago, I was stunned that he wasn't in the Hall of Fame. I just assumed he he was because of everything he's accomplished. And I mean, he did it for 30 years, and then he was involved at ECU. I mean, you know, you're talking four or more decades of involved in uh, athletics. So congratulations to Harold Robinson, uh, and uh, real happy for him. Nice guy, big community guy from Washington originally. And just a lot of fun to be around his players. Uh, and, uh, you know, not just those that played for him at Williamston, those that coached with him. Uh, no, you know, TJ Long's a good friend, obviously, and, and does stuff with us here. TJ coached with him at Williamston. I think Jim Bob Bryant coached with him at Williamston and, and many others. I'm probably leaving people off. The Roach brothers played for him. Kevin and Brad, and of course, Brad, you know, was a great quarterback, got to the NFL with the Ravens out of Catawba, and, and Kevin was a great receiver at uh, ECU. Quite frankly, Brad should have probably gone to ECU as well. But um, anyway, that was that was kind of a cool uh, thing to, to do. So we're, we're happy that Harold Robinson uh, got finally long overdue in into the uh, High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame. All right, uh, let's do a uh, giveaway of tickets to ECU and Cincinnati. We'll do caller five right now, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. If you're caller five, you'll win a pair of tickets to the game Sunday at noon. At home, Pirates uh, play at Memphis Thursday and then back at home Sunday for a nooner against Cincinnati. We'll uh, have uh, our winner when we come back, and then we'll also delve into our Pirate Report and get into some of our uh, get into some of our uh, ECU baseball media day cuts. Hear from some of the assistants of the players some cuts we've not gotten to yet. So stand by for that. Uh, we'll be back after this. Caller five will win a pair of tickets to ECU in Cincinnati, and uh, we'll figure out who it is on the other side. 
Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Are you tired of living with chronic pain, knee pain, joint pain? Listen carefully because now there are new treatments available here. Not talking surgery or steroids, these are regenerative treatments from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Patrick Johnson. QC Kinetics is the leader in these exciting biologic therapies that help restore and repair damaged tissue in your joints with lasting results. If you've got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, joint pain that won't go away, you need to check out these treatments with astonishing patient satisfaction reports. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself with no downtime, no drugs, or no surgery. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. And don't let them put you under the knife. You need to learn more about how biologic therapies are changing the way we think about dealing with joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. 252-756-PAIN. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Uh, Philip, did I announce the winner of the tickets yesterday? I don't feel like I did. I don't know. It was Chad Faulkner, though. That's who won. I think you said okay. Chad from Chad from Greenville. I think you said All right. that. Chad from Greenville won the tickets yesterday. Philip putting him on blast. 
given his whole name, but that's all right. Oops. No, no, that's all right. I'm going to Google him. Say, yeah, he's fine. He's cool. <laughs> um, and then uh, is it Davis from Bethel is our big winner? Yep, Davis from today? Bethel today. Okay. Bethel in the house. How about that? North Pitt territory. Uh, all right, so um, they're the big winners. We'll give away a pair of tickets tomorrow and uh, plan to do one on uh, Friday, and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Friday might be a first run. I don't. The stinking weather is the thing that keeps us late and live on a Friday, doesn't it? Yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully, it'll yeah. come in late enough that it won't interfere with our show like it did last week. Yeah, we had to go best of last week because I thought that was the prudent decision. I didn't want you and Ben on the roads. I mean, which I appreciate, can't... especially with all yeah. that sleet. It was like a sheet of ice under the uh, under the snow there. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, you know, interfere with your snowdown, throwdown. Don't think I don't know what you boys are up to. Yeah, we waited till Saturday morning to do that, though. Oh, okay. All right. Keep an eye on you guys. Um, let's see here. You want to do the pirate report? We got Brian Mole coming up in a few minutes. We'll try to uh, cut through some of this uh, as much as we can. Uh, how about Austin Knight and Jeff Palumbo? Let's hear from them today. A couple of uh, pirate assistants. Austin Knight elevated to the uh, pitching coach. He's been such an integral part of uh, ECU's uh, baseball program the last couple of years. Great to see him get elevated uh, to, to the pitching coach. And then, uh, of course, obviously, Jeff Palumbo is such an integral part of uh, Cliff Godwin's operation and a class guy. So let's uh, hit the... Um, Let's hit the pirate report open and uh, let's knock this out. Why not? And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, let's start with uh, Jeff Palumbo, and he talks about how things have evolved at ECU since he arrived with Cliff Godwin uh, seven years ago. A, a good bit. You know, it's interesting because obviously Coach and I coached together down at, at Central Florida, and – you know, it's one of those things when we're both assistants together and you get, you know, he, he asked me to come come here to East Carolina with him and had, had been here as a, you know, played against East Carolina in the past, coached against them and obviously knew a little bit about the program, but not, you know, until you get in here and you see the passion of the fan base and, and you really live it daily. Um, you, you really don't know, you know, exactly what goes into it. But, you know, coming here with Coach, we just day one kind of set out to, hey, obviously a, a fantastic tradition, and how can we take it to the next level? And uh, I think at first we kind of had an idea of where we wanted to go with it, and, and Coach being a first-time head coach, even though we had that relationship from UCF, I still think now he's a head coach, now I'm an assistant, and there was a dynamic where – we started out, hey, just going out and, and trying to find the best possible players we could. As it evolved, I think it turned into how can we find players that fit our culture and what Coach Godwin really wanted to establish. And I think, yeah, I think you know, even even Coach would probably tell you that as we evolved and, and he evolved, has evolved as a head coach, that's that's become you know, he just kind of mentioned to you guys really really important in, in today's teams and today's players. So. As a recruiting coordinator, now my job was to figure out, hey, what players fit, you know, fit here every day with Coach, with the culture that he wants to establish. 
And uh, our pirate report today, uh, still uh, getting through some of the uh, the cuts with uh, ECU baseball media day. Uh, just a crush of uh, of cuts to get through. So there's a, a whole lot to uh, to digest here, and we're trying to get to some of the very best of it. Uh, Jeff Palumbo there, and he, he talked about recruiting. Uh, Philip, let's tee up number 19 on the vast soundbite roster. This is Jeff Palumbo talking about uh, the recruiting getting back to normal. Yeah, I think, you know, thankfully, in some ways, it's kind of gone back to, to normal with, with, our, with baseball. You know, I can't speak for other sports, but in terms of COVID, uh, the, the data, obviously, from what we analyze, what we look at, you know, really in terms of player development, but also recruiting, right? You know, it's, it's like anything else. If there's more information that you can tap into to try to figure out, hey, listen, this, this player is going to have success at our level and it's going to translate into, you know, success, then, you know, it's just one more kind of check of the box, right? You know, and, and we really in, in recruiting, I try to keep it pretty simple. You know, I think this kind of starts with Coach Godwin and the culture that he wants. But really, I, I tell every recruit and every family we want three things. One, obviously, players that are talented enough to help us help us win a national championship. Um, you know, two, that, hey, listen, academically, um, you, you understand and, and you value your education. Doesn't matter. doesn't mean every player is going to be a 4.0 that we recruit, but that you value it and you're going to want to be pushed. You know, and the third, that you're a good person. And if we can get 35 guys in that locker room that have those three attributes, um, you know, and, and, and kind of live that daily, it's going to be pretty easy to be consistent. And, uh, you know, this is an interesting thing here. Cliff Godwin was a multi-sport uh, athlete, a great multi. I mean, a three-sport athlete in high school, probably could have gone and played college football, college basketball, if, if he had chosen that path. That's how good of an athlete, uh, a really great of an athlete that, uh, that Coach Godwin is. And, you know, Coach Palumbo was asked about bringing in guys that just aren't specialists that just do baseball only, but guys that play multiple sports. And you hear more and more coaches doing that, particularly in football and baseball. Uh, so having guys that are versatile, that have played other sports, that's a big, big deal. Coach Palumbo on that i think that stems from coach godwin right you know his his past right playing three sports in high school i played you know a couple sports in high school so i think just probably our personal experiences lend itself to that's something that we we value and and the overall really uh, again um with that the more sports you play the more uh competitive environments that you're you're a part of usually those players right are just more competitive you know naturally and um, this is a, again, you have guys that can play multiple, you know, positions in the field. And I know there's the whole two-way U thing, but I think what's impressive about this team is they're guys that can play all over the infield, different spots, and, and East Carolina won't miss a beat. Jeff Palumbo on that. The fact that Zach pitches and Ryder pitches, you know, we're probably going to use those guys, you know, in all of those spots. So, you know, Amac, he's come in and from day one, he's done a really nice job developing at third base. He actually played a little bit of second base in the fall, which I think ultimately will help him, you know, just having to learn. That. I don't know how much he'll play there this spring, but having to learn that position, it's just going to help him, you know, even when he's over at third base, kind of knowing what that guy's thinking over there, where I need to put this double play feed, things of that nature. But Zach's, all, I mean, he's, he's a very good athlete. He can play all three, and he, he really feels comfortable in all three. It's, it's you know, really it's one of those things that Zach is, in, in my opinion, you know, one of the best 
probably the best third base, you know, that third baseman that I've coached defensively. So it's a pretty challenging position. I'd say it's one of the harder positions probably on the field, you know, really defensively at the college level, just with the the bats, you know, the ball's coming at you, you know, pretty firm and, and just his athleticism over there, some of the plays he's, he's made, um, you know, I think the transition to second is probably going to be pretty pretty easy for him. Just he's going to have some more time over there. But he's really good with a double play turn that comes pretty naturally to him. And, um, again, just having the ability to play all, all three of those things gives us a ton of, a ton of flexibility. And I know Coach just laid out, you know, the – you know, starting lineup as of, of today. And I think, you know, you could put Zach at any of those three positions and feel very, very comfortable as a coach. Yeah, that's something that is a, a real benefit to this uh, nationally ranked uh, ECU baseball team is that they have uh, so much versatility, guys that can play a myriad of positions, guys they can bring into pitch uh, that are uh, position guys. And that is a, a big thing. And again, that goes back to recruiting great athletes, guys that are multiple sport athletes, that's a uh, really, really, really uh, big deal. Um, it's good to see, you know, I don't know if you saw this or not. And look, I've always believed this. Uh, I think Greenville has always, I mean, they've got much better hotel situation than a few years ago. But Greenville's always lacked like some like top-notch across-the-board hotels, in my opinion. You know, cool places to stay. I mean, there, there's there there are good places to stay. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and out by the convention center, there are three great hotels there. Uh, there's a great, uh, I think, courtyard out by uh, the hospital. So I mean, there's plenty of of really wonderful hotels to stay in. But there's never that one that you know is kind of near what we would call downtown. Some call uptown. And that's kind of changing today. That's exciting that there's going to be a hundred plus room hotel. Seven stories, I believe, built down there. It's going to have a meeting space. You know, it's it's going to be a big, big deal, and, and I'm very excited about it. And uh, I think that's that's actually pretty cool. And you know, that's just some of the things that are kind of happening around town when you look at the evolution of the city and it becoming a real destination place. The last couple of years, people moving here from all over the country, just wanting a a, a quality of life that's fun, a quality of life that's healthy, that's good. You know, a burgeoning, a burgeoning sort of uh, a town, a town that is uh, taking the, the step to the next level. And you know, people say all the time, "Well, we don't have this, we don't have that." Well, th these are the sort of things you got to build so you can have great things, uh, like you know, a major city would. And one of the things, you know, jobs are a big part of that. There's a company that uh, decided to come to Greenville. And their nationwide contact center, Victra, who's the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, Victra is now hiring a bunch of positions. They got great benefits, commission potential. They'll pay you face-to-face -to, -face to train. Not a lot of places do that anymore. Medical, dental, vision, you get paid time off, vacay as we call it. 50% discount on your wireless bill. You can get wagers prior to payday, especially early on. That's a big thing. 401k matching. Now, look, if you could get hired for a full-time job. Maybe you want a side hustle. They're hiring part-time, too. But their top performers at Victra earn $25 to $28 an hour. That's unreal. All their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. You're not cold calling anybody. You're not a telemarketer. You're going to earn top dollar for every sale that you make while working in a fun environment. That's Victra. So, uh, tell you what, 
Go to this website now. You can apply. Have a conversation with them. It could be a big life-changing thing for you here in 2022. It's Pitt, is in Pitt County, pitt-jobs.com. And apply with Victor today. Uh, Brian Mole will join us in a couple of minutes. We'll talk some golf. We'll talk some hoops. But right now, here is uh, Philip, the ref Pilkington with a Sports Flash update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Starting in Major League Baseball, it was announced that David Ortiz has been elected to the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds fall short in their final year on the ballot. To the NFL, Eagles guard Brandon Brooks has announced that he will retire, and the Vikings have officially named a new general manager. Kowesi Adafimafo Mensa is the new GM of the Minnesota Vikings, and Antonio Brown said that he will pursue legal action against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In college football, Oklahoma State will hire former Vandy head coach Derek Mason as their new defensive coordinator, and the Cowboys will lose all Big 12 defensive back Derek Bernard Converse to LSU. In college hoops, Chris Mack is out as the Louisville head coach, and earlier this week at Pirate Baseball Media Day, outfielder Bryson Worrell talked about his deciding to stay another year. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any hesitation. Um, like I had it planned out. If I wasn't going to get drafted, then um, it's pretty much a plan to come back for a fifth year. I mean, when am I going to another opportunity to come back? I mean, I got the COVID year back, so I'll take advantage of it. And Coach Dooley had his radio show earlier this week. The Pirates take on Cincinnati on Sunday, and Coach Dooley scouted the Bearcats team. Yeah, but they've got they've got bigs, and uh, they've got a bunch of them. You know, they've got some skilled guys that can shoot the ball. They got the big fellow protecting the basket. Davenport can get on a roll. Obviously, when you know De Jesus is a is a is crafty. Mike Adams Woods is a you know is a career forty percent three point shooter. So there's some good pieces. I think what they're doing is they're a little grittier and uh, you know play a lot tougher on the defensive. End and on the offensive end, they can throw the ball inside and score, and that's that's a little bit different than they've been. You know, they had the big white kid that's at Wisconsin. Where is he at Wisconsin? He's now, at Wisconsin. Wisconsin yeah. And, yeah. But these guys are a little bit more efficient, and and they've have done a good. And they can also stretch you with the, with their five men. In local news, Williamston head former Williamston head football coach Harold Robinson has been elected to the North Carolina High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Brian Mole joins Patrick after this timeout. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today to the brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Chico's. Chico's Mexican restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only $9.99. Plus, Wednesdays means all Mexican imports for only $2.50. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. 
People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Attention duck hunters. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville is the premier shop for all your duck hunting supplies and is Eastern North Carolina's newest Benelli, Stoger, and Franchi shotgun dealer. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop carries the most sought-after duck loads, such as Kent Fast Steel 2.0, Heavy Steel and Heavy Metal, Federal Black Cloud, Remington Nitro Steel and Hypersonic, Winchester Blindside and Royal Blue Steel, and Chokes by Pattern Master and Carlson. They also carry Green Headgear Decoys, by Avery, Mojo Motorized Decoys, Decoy Weights and Cord, Avery Blinds and Real Grass. Greenville Marine has a great selection on banded waders, clothing, and much more. Everything you need for a successful duck hunt is all under one roof. So why go anywhere else? Head to Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville on Marine Drive beside Greenville Marine. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop is open Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 5.30 and Saturday, 8.30 to 12.30. Every Monday during the ECU baseball season, tune in as Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin talks East Carolina baseball. Brought to you by Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center and the Gavigan Agency. With Patrick Johnson on your home for Pirate baseball. I fly ball to left, to the track, to the wall. He cannot get it. 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Now back to the Patrick Johnson Show. The uh, one and only Brian Mull joining us here. Patrick Johnson Show. We got uh, a couple segments with Mull today. No, no, I'm not laughing at that. Not laughing at that. Wrong button. Do it live! Yeah, we're doing it live. That's it. Ay, ay, ay. Um, <laughs> Brian Mull, scribe. Caddy Network, uh, other outlets. He's going to the Masters this year. Do you know that, uh, Pilk? He's going to the Masters to cover it again. Wow, I'm jealous. I would love to go to the Masters one day. I was fortunate enough to go to the PGA one time, but never the Masters. Mull's going to be down there. Going to be down there. Uh, Brian Mull, at BG Mull on Twitter. We'll talk some college hoop with him uh, on the back end of this, but right now uh, a lot of golf talk with uh, our pal, uh, Brian Mull. I guess uh, in the big... uh, what are the big equipment shows going on this weekend in Orlando or this week in Orlando? Yes, the, PG, the annual PGA merchandise show. Um, club pros and golf industry folk from all over the country, all over the world. They're uh, showing their wares and uh, just milling about, rubbing shoulders, getting some contacts. It's a big event. Yeah. That'd be fun to go to, wouldn't it? It'd be good to go to. It's yeah. cold in Florida this week. Lots of gadgets. Be... Yeah, lots of all gadgets. Kinds of, all kinds of a few, few pseudo-golf celebrities probably milling about. Yeah, it's probably, and, and look, I've never been, but, here, but I, I'm sure it's entertaining and uh, can be very helpful for people in the industry. And I know they've got a lot of new equipment that they're showing off and all that, but don't be afraid to go to that used equipment uh, section in your favorite golf store. Correct. Right? Well, you, you can find a... 
you find a little something something there, can't you? Yeah, the golf clubs. Uh, it's hard to hurt them because uh, we've all tried <laughs> at various points, and um, y- you know, uh, there's the latest, greatest, newest technology, whatever. But um, for for most of us, certainly myself included, uh, a couple of generations, a little gently used is fine. Yeah. All right, uh, Brian Mull with us. Let's let's talk. I really love what they're doing at Torrey Pines with uh, with the event this week, the Farmers, because uh, they started it today. And you might say, well, wait a minute, it's Wednesday. They're starting. See, I think golf needs to do a little more of this. Now, it helps they're on the West Coast, but we're going to wind up with primetime golf uh, Friday night, maybe even Saturday night, I think. But Friday night, for sure, yeah. we're going to wind up with primetime golf and it's all to avoid the the two NFL uh, championship games, which is smart on uh, Sunday. So there's no conflict there. And uh, I mean, look, you can't find a, a more gorgeous setting than Torrey Pines. I mean, you're, it's, that's hard to you'll be hard to find. Uh, we've got a uh, uh, right now as I'm looking at it, a four way jam at the top. Billy Horschel and Cam Davis are among uh, two of the four. So some, some notables there, but this isn't exactly a who's who of of anybody right now. Pretty Ricky Fowler's a shot off in a, uh, in a gaggle that are tied at five under. Uh, but this has got one, uh, one a thing lot of note though, Patrick, yeah. with this event, uh, yeah. the first two days they use both golf courses there, the South and the North. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the North is the North is most of these leaders today played the North. It's, it's, a, it's playing about four shots easier, but um, like Dustin Johnson, John Rahm and Justin Thomas all have, three under or better rounds going on the south. So right, right, expect right. Expect yeah. all three of them to be on the near the top of the leaderboard tomorrow if they so it, this right. this is an interesting tournament in that you just you don't really know where everything shakes out until after play on front. Well I was gonna say we've got a lot of guys uh I mean this is a stacked and packed event. So I mean and I was I was inevitably getting there, but uh you're you're much more succinct than I am. And uh, I, I was taking the flowery, long-winded approach to get there. But, yes, that, that's the – so it's a great field, and, and your point is spot on. We'll know more going into Saturday than we know right now or that we'll know uh, after Thursday. We're going into Friday. Excuse me. I'm yeah. confused now with the, with the Wednesday start. <laughs> but yeah, after tomorrow night, we'll have a pretty good handle on the, the leaderboard for, okay. for sure. Because everybody will I play. See. And then they play both the hard course on the weekend. Yeah. Gotcha. So the All right. the, the, We're off to a good the start. yeah we, well you know we might need a mulligan here I don't know I don't know <laughs> I, I'm not sure uh, Brian Mulls with it. hey I, I know one thing we could talk about um, and you and I did this week uh, off air so Harold Varner the third who's not in this event this week HV three and everybody loves him and you know ECU uh, grad and I mean Harold's just a great guy, family man. Uh, you know, got a child now. It's just it's it's all really good stuff. And it was exciting to see Harold in the purple, and he was storming up the leaderboard on Sunday, and then he bogeys nine and he triples ten, and then finishes twenty second. Now he'll get a nice payday for all that last week uh, with the American Express. You know, don't we're not gonna be holding benefits for Harold or anything anytime soon, but. You know, another case where he's right there on a Sunday, and it's it's just that. I mean, is it becoming a little bit of a thing, Harold Varner, and and he just has that one or two shot stretch that kind of caught. I mean, that's how close he is, but that's also kind of becoming a thing, isn't it? Unfortunately, you're right. Um, you, you know, he he seems to be uh, comfortable 
kind of when he's in that 15th to, to 25th spot, you know, and, and, he, and he has a lot of finishes, uh, you know, where he kind of quietly, like you said, has a nice week, racks up some points, keeps everything moving, keeps his card easily. But uh, as far as um, getting in contention, a little more rare. And then when he's up there, uh, certainly has not been able to capitalize on those opportunities. And, you know, the average tour player, which, you know, Harold isn't, I would put him in that category. I put most guys in that category, the, the bulk. They're going to have six or seven weeks a year uh, where they're kind of on top of their game, you know, where, where everything's firing, the putts are going in and they like the golf course and they're feeling good. And you have to, you have to make your money, you know, your, your big chunks. You see guys that, uh, that do that, you know, whether it's in a stretch during a particular run in Florida or on the West Coast or in the summer or what have you, but um, it kind of becomes uh, it's kind of becoming a, a bit of a, a bit of an issue that he's got to figure out what's what's happening differently. You know, that tee shot on the tenth hole in that golf course is not the easiest, but it's also less than driver. And um, you know, he got in some trouble there, and you now the wheels came off, which is disappointing. Yeah. Well, look. 15 to 25, if you do that a few times a year, you make a very nice living, you know, out there. But, I mean, this was a full-field event. would give him a two-year, really three-year exemption. Got him into the Masters. I mean, it was all kind of right there for the for the taking as he as he was tied at, at, at some point. But, I mean, and I, and I hate to sound like I'm knocking Harold, but I always think this, and I always caution people that get on the text with me on Sunday when Harold's making his move, and I was like, you know, guys, if Harold's doing this, the guys in front of him are in contention who are probably a little more battle-tested and maybe right now a little tougher are, are guys that are going to get – they're going to put up, up huge numbers too or low numbers. I mean, that's – Right. I mean, I mean, again, I don't, it sounds like a slam on Harold, but, I mean, guys that just that, – that seem to have that answer when he does not, and that's the, that's the thing I'm always kind of thinking is, if Harold's doing this, the guys around him or in front of him or behind him are, are going to be doing, are going to be doing low numbers as well. So, I, it's just a case, I guess, of putting it all together. Yeah, it's time for him to take the the next step and uh, just uh, kind of be honest and evaluate what's going right when he's in those situations to allow him to get there, and then what uh, what he can do better. You know, and I think as long as you're uh, you're honest with yourself and evaluating that and trying to strengthen your weaknesses and get a little better mentally, um, then, then you've got a chance. And, uh, I'm, I'm certain that, uh, you know, he, he has as much desire to win a tournament as anyone. And it, uh, but you have to capitalize when you're, when you have those opportunities, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, as for this, uh, event, uh, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, some guys that are some of, especially the, the premier group today that you alluded to are playing, uh, the more difficult uh, track today. So we'll know a little more going uh, into uh, Friday's third round, but uh, how, how do you see this field shaping up and who do you like? Well, historically, this tournament, you know, it was always a big tournament, and then it became Tiger's first tournament of the year, you know, so many times, like, which made it bigger, obviously. And then he won it eight times, seven times, or whatever, and the U.S. Open there. And so it really became the biggest, you know, the, the kind of the official kickoff of the event. And it's, even with Tiger not in the field and not playing as much the last few years, it has uh, still attracted that caliber of 12 of the top 20 in the world there this week. 
uh, some guys like Dustin Johnson, who we haven't seen in, in quite a while on the PGA Tour, uh, Justin Thomas playing the field as well. And, of course, John Rahm has kind of become Torrey Pines. Is, uh, you know, it's where he proposed to his wife. It's where he won his first tour event. It's where he won his first major. And uh, he's, you know, basically when he's not in the top ten, it's it's almost surprising at this point with his form over the last couple of years. So Rahm is, you know, the, the favorite in Vegas for good reason. He's the clear favorite this week. And, and any time the tour goes to Torrey Pines, uh, I, I like Daniel Berger a lot. Um, I, I just think he's kind of quietly been as consistent as anyone over the last year and a half. He's won a couple of times. He won in California last year up at Pebble Beach. So same type of grass on the greens. I certainly think he'll be there uh, until the end. And uh, certainly Thomas uh, with the Justin Thomas with the way he has started today uh, would be it would be uh, unwise to count him out. But generally, the leaderboard here is a pretty big boy leaderboard come Sunday. This this south course is one of the most difficult courses on the PGA Tour and plays long and uh, kind of, uh, you know, the, the pretenders get weeded out by Sunday afternoon. And when you and when you look at the final standing Sunday or Saturday night, you'll, you'll see uh, the guys you expect, the Xander Shoffleys, the, the, the guys, the top players in the world are going to rise to the top of this field by the end of the end of the tournament. Uh should have asked you this a little earlier, but uh, do you do you like this format, this idea of maybe uh, playing and wrapping up on a Saturday? I, I know Sunday going into uh, 6 o'clock uh, on the East Coast is huge for uh, CBS and their golf coverage, and the TV people are making that decision. But does that make sense to kind of uh, to do what they're doing? I like mixing it up every once in a while. I mean, I think, you know, traditionally – we expect the golf tournaments to end on Sunday afternoon, and that's fine most of the time. But, uh, I mean, this was a great opportunity by the tour and by CVS to, to kind of change things up. And, you know, I know there are people live all over the country in all the time zones, but a, 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 there's a large amount of the population that lives in the East Coast. And certainly uh, this time of the year when folks, you know, the basketball lineup is, is just kind of plodding along and there's not a lot of marquee games necessarily on that front, that uh, it's a great opportunity for, to get golf in, into a window where the casual sports fan will, will watch it. Um, I think it's a great idea. You know, I would like to see, I would like to see a few more events that aren't just traditional 72 hole stroke play events as well. You know, I think the tour is at a point where it should, it should do that. It should, it should you know jiggle the formats around just a little bit and uh, try to keep it interesting. All right, uh, quick break. We'll come back. I got a couple college basketball notes to hit on with uh, Brian Mull uh, at BG Mull on Twitter. Uh, golf, college hoops, and we'll uh, wrap up the hour with some college ba- buckets talk with uh, Mull after this. And Pirates, oh yeah. Panthers, good baby, very good. The P man. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. If you want the best steak in Eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. 
you're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. Turn your car into cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to barberhendrickhonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally. And you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. Barber Hendrick Honda, a proud member of the Eastern North Carolina community at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. Let your stylist make you look fantastic with a professional consultation, free shampoo included, and scalp massage, and a fantastic cut and style. And as safety is our top priority, rest assured we are constantly cleaning and have implemented social distancing procedures. Fantastic Sam, affordable by design, caring by nature. Call for an appointment today with locations in Goldsburg, Kinston, Greenville, Newburgh, Moorhead City, Jackson, in Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers are available. Sorry about that. I screwed it up. Let me do it again. Podcasts about the Pirates and Panthers available now online at the all-new 943thegame.com. And now, fun, man? back to the P-Man, the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. All right, we got uh, Brian Mull wrapping up uh, here. We'll go uh, till right before 58, so a few more minutes uh, with Brian Mull. We talk golf. Now let's talk some uh, college hoops. Uh, story locally, as far as the Pirates' next opponent, we'll get into that. Obviously, it's Memphis, and uh, Penny Hardaway has taken uh, some knocks, but uh, perhaps the other guy that had taken as many knocks and had been on a hot seat in uh, college hoops this year uh, as anybody, uh, was Chris Mack, and he and Louisville have uh, agreed to part ways today. Uh, Philip, did we get that cut? Uh, did, were, were you able to pull that in enough time? It was about 10 seconds. Do we have that where we could play it or no? All right, let's hit this. This was Mack uh, during a, uh, a media gaggle uh, after it was uh, finalized uh, today. This is just one of kind of the remarks he made. We just, we, we all want the best for you, you know, and uh, I still do. That, that's, that's not going to change. All right. Uh, basically, he was saying there, he was asked how long this had been uh, in the works or, you know, when did this first start to seem like it was a possibility? And, and he kind of hemmed and hawed and eventually said something to the effect of, uh, you know, it's a while, but then, you know, that was his, uh, that would, you know, then his, his next one uh, cut that he, or a quote that he uh, made about it all being, uh, you know, he, coach speak, if you will, wants the best for everybody involved. Uh, how long had this kind of been reaching its point? Because, look, certain guys seem like they fit in certain places. It just seemed like Chris Mack and Louisville fit. What went wrong? Yeah, I um, personally was have never been a huge Chris Mack guy. I felt like he was propped up a little bit at Xavier by the strength of that program. Uh, that thing has kind of been on autopilot for 15 years, uh, going back to Fad Mata and all the coaches that they've had that have come through there. And, it's, you know, a lot of the guys who, who were very successful there, frankly, didn't do quite so well once they left. 
as they went on to to the high major, you know, the big boy jobs, if you will, whether it was Mata at Ohio State, he had a couple of good years, but really not a successful tenure. Sean Miller at Arizona was a disaster. And now Chris Mack at Louisville is a disaster. So um, I think that speaks more to the to the caliber of Xavier's program than maybe necessarily the coaches. Um, when you look at uh, Louisville, I mean, it's just been a fiat, one fiasco after another with the, the whole Dino Gaudio situation that went went on there. And, uh, you know, Louisville's product on the courts is just not what they expect. And look, this is the state of Kentucky that we're talking about. They have a, they have a standard of excellence that, that they expect. Uh, uh, they don't want to hear their coach, uh, you know, basically being at a loss after, after many games as, as was the case. And, uh, I think they were kind of after uh, what had happened there in, in the last year or so. I think they were just kind of looking for a reason, and, and and a lackluster start to the season was enough of a reason for them to just move on and and try to attract the next high profile coach. Uh, it, Duke will be the first team to to get to play against the interim coach, uh, whoever that is, on uh, on Saturday, and uh, you know I'm sure Louisville will set its sights very high for a uh, replacement for Chris Mack. We're going to have Mike Perry on tomorrow to talk ECU Memphis, so I'll just go to another story, and we got less than a minute here. But uh, UNCW goes for 10 wins in a row tonight. That's kind of surprising. It is. How about the fifth longest winning streak in the country? Uh, Golf to a, a rough start uh, and have just blazed through the CAA 6-0, and the two-game lead. Um won four games on the road in the conference, which is difficult to do in any league. And uh, hats off, you know, to the coaching staff and and there. And they've got a three-game homestand. I'm sure Trask Coliseum will be quite uh, raucous for all three of those games in support of the Seahawks. Brian Mull, thanks. We appreciate it. Mike Perry tomorrow. More from ECU Baseball Media Day on the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a great night, everybody.